Hey, everyone. Welcome to Thriving Marriage with Mark and Bethany. This is our weekly discussion of marriage and family in the Christian life. And today, we think it's important to talk about extended family issues. Mm. The time we release this is around the holiday season, and we anticipate uh, more interactions with extended family than other times of the year. And so uh, we think it's important to talk about how to wisely navigate extended family encounters. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there's an episode on that. Similarly, this topic last year that we could refer to, you could check back in about because we we talked about this very thing in a different way. And it could be helpful to listen in on that too. Well, I think the episode is called something about dealing with (laughs) in-laws. Dealing, yeah. Yeah. So so we talked specifically about how do I deal with in-laws. Right, right. And that's, you know, when you get married, that's a new problem, Mm -hmm. a, a new challenge. It's not necessarily a always a problem. It's a new, <laughs> it's a new adventure, really. <laughs> yes. So check out that episode because that's going to be really pertinent. And so this mm-hmm. is going to be broadened a little bit to include siblings, cousins, just right. extended family, people that you maybe don't see on a regular basis yeah. or maybe you do, but um, family. Yeah. How do you come into these interactions? What's the right mindset? What are the right ways to plan, prepare, think, because <laughs> if you come in unprepared, there can be some drama, some issues, some fights potentially that come out of when you all get together. So we've put together five guiding principles. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> guiding principles. I like it. To help you navigate your way through the problems yeah. of extended potential. family. Potential, yes. Okay, guiding principle number one. Uh-huh. Pose the question to yourself, what would honor God? Mm. Now, that's a, a simple, straightforward question, but I want to put it in contrast to another question that I think we more often ask. We normally ask, what do I want? Yeah. Or what do I feel like? Or what do I think? And the key word there is I. What do, right. I, what do I want? And what I'm proposing and what, what we're proposing here together is what would honor God? That's yeah. a that's a good question to ask yourself. And the way you deal with your family and the way you approach the scenario, whatever it may be, a dinner, a, a whatever, outing, um, what would honor God? Yeah. And it does, yeah, takes the focus off of what you think you want <laughs> or you need or your expectations are, or your feelings, and it puts it on a, a rising above all of that. I'm going to decide to enter this, time with my family in a way that says, I want to come out of it saying, yeah, I strove to honor God and to glorify him throughout maybe any ups and downs of being in this sort of context. Yeah. And really, depending on the answer to that question, uh, you can adequately prepare ahead of time, Mm -hmm. mentally prepare Mm -hmm. ahead of time, have the right game plan going in. So Bethany, I'm just going to put you on the spot right here. If we were to go... (laughs) Uh, to a family gift opening, you know, Christmas kind of <laughs> yeah. opening thing. Like, what are some of the answers to that question? What would honor God in that scenario? Yeah, well, I, I mean, there's going to be some poten- unsaved people in our family, so I'm going to want to connect with that, build build their relationships or my relationships with them, interact with them, ask them questions about their lives. I'm going to want to try to serve and not just sit back, but help whoever's hosting. I mean, that would honor God. You know, I want to be an example of Christ as much as I can in the way I parent, which that's always my goal, but just being really aware that 
potentially other parents in the room are watching and be prepared for any opportunities to share the gospel, bring things back to Jesus. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm always looking just to see how I can share what God's doing in my life or share specifically the gospel with people and encourage them with that. Yeah. And I just, if, when I turn the question on myself, I think, uh, I want to be a good example in, in terms of the way I, my, my attitude Mm -hmm. and my words and just, yeah, you know, saying things as a light. Yeah. Um, I, I think, there's a great opportunity there to honor God with the things I say and um, the way I act. Yeah. So, and I think... It's a good question. I could dishonor God with the yeah. ways I speak and the way I act. Yeah. Okay. A second guiding principle mm-hmm. here to ex- navigate extended family issues is uh, comes from Romans chapter 12, verse 18, which says, if possible, as far as it depends on you, be at peace with all men. So a great passage here about being at peace with people with two major conditions up front. Yes, right. You put the work in, if possible, when you can. I mean, you, it, as much as you can do to be at peace. I mean, there's times that there's going to be, you know, potentially, maybe you have someone who's kind of like that person in your family likes to like spark the fire of conflict or kind of bring a tense subject up and get everyone kind of heated, you know, and you can say that I'm going to do what I can in my response, my words, my facial expression, whatever, to be at peace, to not take the bait or not, not start the fight either and remain a a peaceful setting, you know, that that's going to be a good goal to have, to not just uh, engage in conversations where people are on all different sides and and really get heated up because that can happen. That can easily happen. So it's a good goal, but you yeah. can't always guarantee the outcome. True. Um, and and the passage makes it clear: if it's possible, and as far as it depends on you, aim for this. Yeah. But it's not always going to be possible, and it doesn't. It's not just entirely up to you. So right. Aim for that. Right. A third guiding principle is to love other people, and what I mean by that is. Uh, it's more important to to love people uh, and give them Christ-like words and and behaviors than it is to express your political opinions or win an argument. Yes, like love them to the extent that you do for them what is best for them, not what you know arguments you can win or what you feel like saying. Yes. Yeah, that's a great guiding principle that would probably keep a filter on your mouth from saying certain things, and then also would help you proactively think about how can I love the people around the table, the people I'm in the home with, rather than um, trying to just get out my thoughts and opinions on whatever matter it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so for a Christian, you know, hopefully you have priorities, Mm -hmm. and hopefully you know, making your political point is not higher on the priority list than being an example of a Christian. Yeah. <laughs> um, because that yes. that's a terrible trade-off, you know, to win an argument, but to lose the respect of a family member. Yeah. Uh, I don't want that deal. Right. And I think about it in parenting too. You could, I mean, I know moms, we can get into like, well, I, I do this with my, my babies or my children, or, I mean, there can be those Whatever context we're talking about, there are going to be these arguments that you think, 
you've elevated to some really important position in your mind you're going to go to bat with, and that's not going to be wise, and that's not going to be a good example of Christ in you in those areas. Mm -hmm. And our families, these are long relationships. Yeah. These are not, you know, short-term relationships, but our family is, it's God-appointed people in our lives that that we're with for life. Mm -hmm. So we want to play the long game Mm -hmm. in dealing with family and loving family and and being there uh, in this sort of way. So that's a good guiding principle. Mm -hmm. A fourth is to team up with your spouse. So, you know, you and your spouse are on the same team. Mm-hmm. That's that's um, the A team. That's the first string. <laughs> right. That's like the starting starting Star- lineup. <laughs> starting okay? lineup. Okay. Yeah. They, there are other people at the uh-huh. family gathering that are important. That are family. Absolutely. But not all of the conversations you have with the A team need to be included with everyone. With everyone else. Yeah. And yeah. so, you know, have unity with your spouse and maybe there's some conversations you need to have just one-on-one before mm-hmm. you open it up to the full family discussion. Yeah, and I think back to potentially early on in our marriage when we were a new family unit, we were one, but then, you know, when I'd be back into my home, I would even call it that, going home, and it's like, wait, I have a new home. It's with you and me, and yes, my family, my parents are super important, valuable. I want to honor them. I want to love them, but now that I'm in under their roof again, I just need to make sure that I I say the, that you and I, Mark, we're one. We're the new family unit, and yes, we're here, but not to kind of revert back to even some of the older habits maybe or um, kind of like be tempted to shift your opinion, like gang up with your mom against your spouse. I've heard about that. Or, you know, you just get like these this tension because that was my old family. That was the first team for me for a long time. But now we are number one. We are numero uno when well, it comes that, to our family. Yeah, and that used to be home field advantage. Yeah. You, your, your, your old house. <laughs> More sports. Was, was home field. Yes. You know, but now when you're married, you have, you've got a new home field. Right. And uh, I think it's important. That's it's a really important point that you make, that we need to make sure we maintain that perspective when we go back to the home that we grew up in. Mm-hmm. And something I've learned to say a lot is, well, Mark and I have talked about this. You know, if someone's trying to pull me in a different direction and get me on their side, I, you know, Mark and I, we've talked about this. We've prayed about this. This is what we're deciding to do as a family. And really, uh, especially for the Christians in my family, like, what can they say to that? We are united together. We're teaming up. We've we've discussed it. We're together on this, and don't don't try to separate us here. And you know, we also will try to if something comes up or there's tension, we'll step away, you and I, and kind of help each other get back to what are our goals here? How do we need to handle this? Let's make sure we go out of this room and are loving people out of the, out of this room and not just, you know falling into sin or being tempted to sin or going full-blown into it. So we can really support one another, mm-hmm. and we should. And and that's where it's important to go back to what we said earlier in just having a little bit of a game plan before you show up, Yeah, uh, having thought about it ahead of time, mm-hmm. and not just reacting on your feet and coming up with it as you go, but really prayerfully consider, you know, why are we here? What, what targets should we hit while we're here? Mm-hmm. How can we hit that target? Those are really good questions to ask, and 
you know, hopefully that's stemming from the question, what would honor God? Yeah. And so now I have a whole new set of goals entering into a family setting. I've got a whole new set of priorities entering a family setting. And it's not derived from what I think and what I feel. It's derived from what I think God would want me to do in that unique time and place. Amen. <laughs> that was a great point. I'm with you. <laughs> I like when you amen me. Yeah, it's good. I was feeling that. <laughs> mm. Mm. Uh, okay, we have one more guiding principle. Can yeah. I get an amen? <laughs> amen. <laughs> okay, you're now you're getting a little bit, you know, needy with Give the me amen. an amen. <laughs> Just one is good. All right. Guiding principle number five, uh, the golden rule that yeah. Jesus gave us in Matthew chapter 7, verse 12. Uh, he says, so whatever you wish that others would do to you, do also to them. And so there is a good guiding principle for all of life, not just family, extended family encounters, but... Um, certainly when we, when we deal with family, we should really bring this sort of Christ-like mentality into it and think through, how would I want others to treat me? And let, let me just do that to them. So treat extended family the way you would want to be treated, whether or not they treat you that way. Right, right. There isn't a conditional little statement right after, like, unless that person is, you know, doing something that you don't like. I mean, it's just the the rule, the golden rules it's called is just out there. That's how we're supposed to live. Mm-hmm. And I, I was convicted about that a few years or, or I don't I don't know exactly when it was, but in regards to like help in the kitchen, you know, when I'm at someone else's house, I and they're inviting me over, you know, family. I'm kind of like, oh, good. I don't have to cook. I don't have to clean. You know, woohoo, I'm on vacation. And I realized, well, when I'm in that scenario and I have people all in my home, what would I want them to do? Well, I'd, I'd love for them to offer to help clean up or, or, you know, make a side dish with me or do the dishes after. Like, that would be really loving for them to do to me. And so I, I realized, man, I am, I am not doing that to them. And, and maybe they'll say, no, 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 it's fine. You go rest. Okay. But I want to make sure that I'm willing to serve and I'm willing to think, how could I be of help to that person? How would they want to be treated? How, how would I want to be treated in their scenario? Let me, let me do that. And so I've tried to make that shift and change. Sometimes it's hard, but I've tried to make that shift because I, I want to put that person who's serving me yeah, ahead of, you know, just how I feel or how lazy I want to be afterwards or whatever. Right. Yeah, one time we had uh, guests come into our home the day before we flew with our f- four kids, I think. We had three or four kids at the time. <laughs> Hard to keep and, track. Yeah, I can't, re- can't remember. It's all blur. Yeah. But they spent the night at our house, and they left, like, at the same time we left oh, for the yes, airport. yes, yes. But they left giant messes behind yes, them yes. everywhere they go. This is not any family of ours. No, this is, this no. was some other people, but um, <laughs> they left giant messes, like yes. like just using all the kitchen pots and pans and then leaving them out and, yeah. and then like, you know, a flurry of uh, pillows and blankets and towels, like just everywhere they left them. And right. like, we were trying to get ready to leave the state for yeah. a family vacation. Right. And- we were also picking up after our guests in a really inconvenient way. Yeah. Added a little bit of a hecticness to trying to get out ourselves. You yeah. know, it's like, wait a second, you guys are, you're in here. We're glad to have you, but wow, it's a tornado, you know? And I think we left that encounter saying like, we don't want to be that couple. We don't want to be that family. Yes. And I remember so, that conversation. You know, we, we want to do for others what we would want to be done to ourselves. And we didn't like when that was done to us. Right. So let's not do that. 
Yeah. So that's the golden rule in action yes. right there. Yeah. Well, these are some good guiding yeah. principles. I was waiting for an amen there after oh, that Oh, man, you're really, you're really it, like... waiting for it. Amen. But it, it, wasn't, amen. it wasn't as good of a point. It's not it's as fine. passionate. You I didn't like as, it. Yeah. You didn't like it that much. Mm-hmm. It was tolerable comments. Fine. It was, you know, so-so comment. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you an A. <laughs> not an A+. plus. No. Well, thanks so much for tuning in. I hope this is helpful to you, and we're so glad you're listening. We will catch you next time. See ya.